1: Welcome to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack. And to quote the rapper Yo Gotti, it's going down in the DMs. What? And yes, Yo Gotti is talking about direct messages on social media, which is how a lot of romantic encounters are started these days. Pretty common. That is just one of the many ways that social media has changed how we interact with each other. But has social media ruined relationships completely? completely what let's get down to business y'all the business of being black today is the internet is it destroying relationships please welcome digital content creator soul is in the house hi soul how you doing tammy good relationship expert and certified marriage and family counselor love mcpherson is here hi love
2: hello how are you (laughs) good
1: digital creator t johnson hi t Hey, Tammy. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. And Heartbreak Coach, he and I have gotten into it a couple of times on the internet. Keyshawn Scott is with us. Hi, Keyshawn. (laughs) And dating expert and relationship enthusiast, Wednesday Tosca. Hi, Wednesday. Hey, Tammy. (laughs) Let's start here, since it's always about the business of being Black. Why should Black people care if relationships are ruined or not on the internet? Why should Black people care, love?
3: Well, I think we should care because um, one of the things that we do need is relationships. We're a relational creatures. So um, a lot of institutions have been against us as far as relationship and marriage since slavery days. And I think that we need to be conscious of any other institutions or things that are set in our way that would actually like, um, make things uh, more difficult for us to stay together.
1: T, what do you got? Why should Black people care? I think black
0: people should care because ultimately social media is a tool and it's another way that people view us as a whole. So just seeing hashtag black love, I think it's very important that we
1: should care how we are viewed on social media, just as a whole as black people. I do love that hashtag black love. I'm telling you, but with the hashtag white love. Okay. Okay. Let me finish. Let let me finish. Let me finish before I get all up in it. All right. Uh, Keyshawn. Why? I'm a black woman. Why should I care about the internet ruining
4: relationships or not? That's like, I always compare it to like generational wealth. People always talk about generational wealth, but we need generational love, generational bond and generational relationships. Mm. That's going to go on from now until forever. And that only um, happens when we come together and we understand the dynamics of relationship and where we want to take this.
1: Okay, excellent. And so how do you feel? Why should black people care?
2: I say we should care because you know, the culture depends on it. I mean, African-Americans are amongst the highest of divorce rates amongst the highest of uh, single parents, man, mm. you know, it, we, you know, our primary concern should be fixing relationships. And if we're going to be talking about social media, we should understand that social media is a tool and, and not, and not working against us.
1: Wow. Yeah. It definitely increases the pool of opportunities Wednesday. Why should black people care if, you know, r- our relationships are ruined by being, uh, you know, exposed to the world on the internet? Look, I'm a millennial. So all of us are here on social media. Our
5: generation has grown up with the internet, learning how to connect with people from all over the world. So just as a black woman, I can find black men that let's, I'm from San Diego. There's not a lot of black men in San Diego that I'm looking to date necessarily, but I can find someone in Atlanta, someone in Houston, someone that I can connect with that I have similarities with. So it's super important for me to understand the power And, and, and
1: the demonization that can come from being on social media and meeting people on there. So let's tackle the question at hand right off the bat is social media destroying relationships. So we'll stay with you Wednesday. Uh, absolutely.
5: (laughs) I would definitely say it's had a negative impact on how we form relationships. And I really think about it in, in two categories of influence. On the one hand we have, I'm looking to date online. I'm looking to form connections or I'm in a relationship and how do I manage my habits or my consumption and establish those boundaries with my partner? So if we're thinking about the evolution of us showing up on social media, we're on Instagram and we're showing a glorified version of ourselves, right? We're showing a highlight reel. I'm dripped down in Dior. These are my vacations. These are my toys. These are my cars. And a lot of times it will attract the attention and the validation of the of potential suitors. And in the same coin, it puts a target on my back of, am I? are these people liking me for who I am or... Or is it an actual genuine connection? So I think we have that to look out for. And then also, I see this person, I think they're amazing. I have this perception of them in my head. And as soon as I go offline and I date them in the real world, the moment that I see something that I wasn't expecting or something that I don't like, if I don't have the proper relationship management tools or if I don't have good communication skills, good integrity, I'm going to hop back online. And within
2: seconds,
1: my explore page is going to. Push me out. off again. Okay. Got it. Uh, uh so yeah.
2: uh, I, I would be on the other side. I think that, uh, if anything, social media is an asset as far as relationships, because kind of like Wednesday said, you know, we're meeting people on other sides of the globe and, uh, and other cities and other States. It gives you an opportunity to see how a person presents themselves, you know, how, how they're going to represent you. But I think, I think when people talk about it being, you know, you know, hindering relationships, it, you know, I believe it's the same group of people that say that that weapons are responsible for certain deaths. It, you know, we're always looking for a scapegoat in t- instead of taking accountability. I think that one of the primary reasons why relationships are, are on the downfall is because you know of, of single parent households. Like no one is growing up seeing, seeing what a relationship is supposed to look like. So whether you put it on social media, I mean, you can go back to you know at some point in time, I'm sure people said newspapers miss relationships, uh, uh, radio, FM radio, you know, uh, internet. So it's just going to be a matter of. So, so no, no one ever said
1: that. So no, no one mm-hmm. ever said that. No, no one ever said that. So
2: what I'm saying is, people <laughs> no always pointing the finger <laughs> at some device instead of taking account.
1: Uh, but, of yeah, your point well taken. T, right. T, talk to me. Is social media ruining relationships? I was going to say I agree with Soul in
0: the way that it is not ruining relationships only because it is a tool, just like, um, I'm sorry, a tool, just like when you get a job and you have some type of rules or handbooks of how you should behave on social media. I believe just like Wednesday said, there should be some type of boundaries and things that you discuss with your partner of ways that you should act on social media. I think the things that can allow social media um, to ruin relationships is the way that people act, the actual people in the relationships, the boundaries being crossed, sliding in the DMs, as we said the way people comment on things, it's more so the people's actions rather than the tool itself, in my
4: opinion. Yeah, Keyshawn, how you feel about this? I mean, I agree. I agree and I disagree. Um, What I like that I'm so set was that it's a tool, right? And you put the tool in the right person's hand, they're gonna use it wisely. You put that tool in a wrong person's hand, they're gonna use it, you know, not wisely. But what I would say is that with social media, they push so much things in your face that sometimes it's hard to get away from those things. It's like they advertise these things towards us and then you, you know, you act, um, inappropriately. Like for instance, do... for instance, like for instance, um, these audios, they have a lot of audio trends and some of these audio trends could be beneficial then they can't be beneficial to you. Sometimes it could be sexual. Sometimes it could be not. So at well, time, explain you... what, a, explain what that is for people who audio. don't know. Um, audio is like a sound. You know, the sound trends that everybody uses now, and then you kind of put your voice behind it. I think that's the best way to describe if somebody else could describe it a little bit better. So when you're scrolling on the real page, you have no control over what you see. You can keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and you'll see different trends. So say I'm a guy trying to, you know, be better from not looking at naked women or women that, you know, that dress inappropriately. If I'm scrolling on that real page, you're going to see that at least once or twice. Because there's no filter. You can't say, I don't want to see this and I don't want to see that. So at times we don't have control over that when it comes to reels. And they're pushing reels consistently in our face. Ah, So
1: you're saying that certain things may pop up, not that we necessarily don't want to see all the time, but subconsciously they're popping up. People always say the internet hears our thoughts because we could be thinking about blue shoes and all of a sudden our timeline is filled with blue shoes. I don't know what, this, what, what the Illuminati is happening there, but
3: uh, love, your take that on That's happened me. to me before too, Tammy, okay? That's <laughs> Yes, I do think that uh, in my experience and working with couples, that it absolutely, the uh, internet, the social media does have a very negative effect on relationships. And I'll tell you why. Because one of the things that reasons why relationships fail is because of unreasonable expectations. And I think that some of the expectations that we see on social media, the glossy colored pictures and all of these filters and things like that, what I find is People will go, my couples will actually go on vacation. You will see all of their beautiful pictures. And they come sit in my chair to hash out the fact that they didn't have sex. They argued. They almost got put in jail. All kinds of things. What I'm saying to you is it's not social media. social media itself, absolutely. We don't have to argue that case. It's like arguing the cigarettes harm people. Yes, cigarettes harm. However, you make the choice of putting a cigarette in your mouth until you have no choice and that's the problem with social media is because people who are high users it becomes a point where five to ten percent of the people on social media says we can't help it we've got to go we are getting these notifications we are getting it and they become addicted your brain can become addicted and then you have unreasonable expectations on your mates it is it is it's a lot of issues that I am finding that if you don't uh, temper your social media uh, usage, you will actually impose negative things on your relationship. Wow. Saul made
5: a great point earlier. He said that a lot of people don't have necessarily the example of a healthy relationship. To look to go from. However, we are consuming social media like crazy on a daily basis and we'll see these toxic Twitter threads sitting there talking about should we be paid on the first day should you have sex this this and that that dictate if I have no example of a healthy relationship and I'm seeing this all of the time. I'm taking information from, from people and not really having a sense of balance or validity within
1: myself. So it can actually- Hold that absolutely- thought, hold that thought, Wednesday. Okay. We got to take a quick break. But sounds like, love, you're equating social media to porn a little bit. A lot of people have claimed that porn leaves men with these unreasonable expectations. Oh, absolutely- When it comes to relationships. Well, so we'll talk about it after the break. We'll certainly talk okay. about it after the break. Uh, <laughs> hold that thought, because she brought to know, y'all. We'll be right back welcome back to business of being black with tammy mack i am tammy mack and the business of being black today is the internet is it destroying relationships well before we left love said uh, well love basically equated social media to porn saying it leaves you with all of these unreasonable expectations i have to say here now love uh I, um after I saw offset by Cardi B, that big ass house uh, on the East Coast for Christmas, my usher concert tickets didn't seem too, <laughs> didn't seem too good,
3: right? <laughs> because comparison breeds discontentment. So we start looking at other people's stuff, even though we don't know what they, what whether, whether what they did to get it. We don't know if it's real, if it's if it's an Airbnb. We don't know the, the the behind the scenes, how much they're gonna be paying after they get back home. So it's a lot of stuff that we don't see. But but relationships are hard work. Let's stop all the the foolishness about all of the the filters and things like that. And right. when we talk about you know you said a, a porn, this is a thing. When it comes to porn, what happens is this. Porn, people who are, have traumas related to neglect, they have determined that you, they are Uh, often very heavy porn users that's not all of them of course but they're prone to it why because they have decided that i can't trust other people to get my needs met so i will turn to porn because i'll meet my own needs now this is the thing in porn you can get whatever you want on demand how you want it and you don't have to invest in a relationship same for chick flicks that they, they do the, the same, thing, same well. thing
1: but is that the same thing as social media I have to say um, you know we don't know what offset and then Cardi B's situation is with the gift uh, what I do know is we did not go in debt because I got usher tickets I'll tell you that right now <laughs> well you know <laughs> so if, if anything I have a husband
3: that's very wise with money right well this is the thing Tammy what the, the studies like a Harvard study show that a lot of times when we compare ourselves we compare ourselves out our lead. We compare ourselves to the ah. Party. Wednesday. Oh, we how do you agree. feel about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Unreasonable expectations on people who don't have
5: party B money. They don't, and they're going broke trying to get these BBLs in the Dominican. They're going broke trying to trying to have a, a AP on their wrist or have these changed just so I can attract what seems like it's it's the prize, right? I was gonna say earlier that I have a live every week. And I'll have people that ask me different type of dating questions. And sometimes I'll get these questions where guys will be like, Hey, Wednesday, how do I bag a 10 or women will say, Hey, how do I bag a millionaire? And instantly I go into questioning their intention or these opportunistic intentions of why, what is a 10 to you? Why do you want to be with a millionaire? And I think that comes from what they see online. They see the offset buying Cardi B a house. So Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with
1: love. And, and it's feeling- uh, Keyshawn, I want to ask you, Keyshawn. So does um, social media add an extra layer of temptation by mm-hmm. making it easier to shoot your shot?
4: Absolutely. You know, that's for single men and men who are married and men who are dating right? It's because you, you're so, you know, um, you see so much different women. You see so much different. It's like you said, um, love before with pornography, we can stay on that is that you you get, you get any kind of flavor. You could type in anything, you could see anything and it's right there. And all you have to do is slide into the the DM and um, say, Hey, how you doing? Or like a picture or share that picture right to your friend. It's so accessible and so quick and so fast. Sometimes some men Right, because they do it the most. Some men they unconsciously do it because it becomes a habit. And social media, it gives Wait, birth- unconsciously what? Like a picture or go into a DM? Both. They they just do it. it. It becomes a habit. And what it does is that it lessens intimacy within themselves and their relationship if they're in one. And it also, like love was saying, it gives birth to insecurities. Right. Because if there's a disconnect in your personal life, either relationship, platonic in, in that life, you have then you have to connect with the internet. And the internet is something that you can just jump on. You don't gotta say nothing, you gotta do nothing. The internet don't talk back. She's fine, she's quiet. All you gotta do is go and look, and that's what you want. You want safety in that way, but it's unhealthy safety in a way.
1: So- and is- oh, is it- hold that thought, love. Hold that thought, love. Soul, is it unhealthy?
4: Yeah, well,
2: let me say this. I, I, you know, Keyshawn's my brother, but I gotta disagree on, on accidentally following in DMs. I've been on I've been on social media for years. I, I've never slipped in a DM. Much love, brother. But I think, I think Love <laughs> said something very important a while ago. She said the word trauma. And I like that word because it falls back on accountability. Like, we can point this at social media. We can point this in the future uh, metaverse, but it's going to come back, come back to accountability. There are a lot of people that, that went through trauma, uh, the perfect example is Scrappy. We just saw Scrappy online talking about the, the issues with his mother growing up.
1: Oh, my goodness. That was so heartbreaking. That, yes. that has
2: to hinder every relationship he, he's been in since then, you know, regardless if it's on social media or face-to-face interaction. So I think, I think you know, her saying trauma, it takes it back to accountability. All, all roads lead back to accountability for me. Yes, it does. Yeah. And can I just say, when I say
3: that, when you even say the, uh, uh, when you mentioned that specific incident, Example for that is this. A lot of times we don't understand why men are cheating on us. A lot of times it's because they have had incidents and issues with their mom. And I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but they may have had any issues with their mom. And the mom was maybe on drugs or, or not there or not present or even really critical and was there or controlling. So they have a low self esteem. They need a lot of women confirming in their, ah, their and people. social they media provides
1: uh, social media provides uh the cool cu- the quantity of women that's good T, I want that's you to right jump in here i want uh, you to
0: jump in here t mm-hmm. Now, I, I would definitely agree with love it's like our generation and other generations too we like that instant gratification so as Kesha, um sorry kishan might have mentioned earlier sliding in the dms you might get a response, you might not, but I think it kind of adds to that rush a little bit that sometimes men wants to feel. But I definitely think it adds like a, maybe a false sense of accessibility sometimes, which can also get men in trouble. Because if you're just thinking you're going to hit everything that you're sliding into the DMs, that could just get you in trouble because a woman... I don't, I don't want a man that's sliding in every DMs or in everyone's comments. So I definitely think social media adds like a false sense of accessibility because just because you can DM someone or they might've followed you back, that doesn't mean they want you in their DMs now trying to pitch yourself or slide them to a date or offer them money or anything that people are trying to do sometimes. Well, let's talk about high risk, high reward
5: when it and temptation when it comes to social media. If all I gotta do is, is get a few thousand dollars and get my breasts done and get my ass done, and I have the opportunity to date Drake or I have the opportunity to, to be connected to high-value individuals, that's what I'm going to do. And that's what makes social media a, a breeding ground for ruining relationships. So it's not necessarily trying to just avoid or, or put up gates for in your relationship. Like, yeah, it is detrimental for that, but let's talk about like, who's really on there. Who's really active on social media. It's the single people who are making investments in their own personal lives, needing other people to validate them and being insecure and doing all of these performative actions in order to get something else from, from social
1: media. So besides DMS, what are the other ways that people use social media, uh, to, to cheat?
4: fake business deals like a lot of people what i realized is like well, for photographers I, I noticed um this girl said that this guy wanted to take pictures or do some photography but mm-hmm. his real intentions was to sleep with her or get her and that's what they do and when he realized that he did it he blocked her and he did it to her friend and he did it to many other people and what's beautiful about the story is that i believe this it was this woman on um youtube um she was the one that's talking about Derrick Jackson that whole thing and she was going you know ham on that and she kind of exposed the guy for doing that. But what's crazy is that there's a lot of um, men, and I'm not sure if women too, I don't want to seem like I'm bashing men, but um, that's a, there's a lot of men who's out there using that business deal. Like, hey, I can help you with your career. Hey, I can help you do this. But in turn, they want something else.
1: Mm. Yeah, who wants to jump in on that?
2: I, I agree with that. Go ahead, Sol. I agree with that. You know, I, I've seen people use not only business deals, like Keyshawn said, but, but collaborations. Uh-huh you know, someone has a few, a few subscribers, like, Hey, you know what, let's collaborate. But really, really the motive is something else. You know what I mean? But one, one thing I think we're avoiding is like, like the culture, the culture outside of social media, like we, our culture, is, we live in a, I'll say divorce type culture where, where women are kind of going in get what they can get and leaving. Like there's not even a lot of healthy relationships promoted on social media. That's, that's not even in our culture. We live in, a, we live in a boss chick, single woman society, uh, man, go get the bag. Like, we're going separate ways in social well, media. Well, I have to see- say...
1: Let me say something about know. that, So, I always... When I hear men talk about how there are only these certain type of women on social media, or I hear women talking about there are only these type of men on social media, or we don't see any black families who are happy on social media, I always say to them, "You're following the wrong people. It's the company you keep, right? So if if I only hang out with single men who cheat, then that's the company I keep. If I only follow women with BBLs, then that's what's going to continue to scroll up on my." Um, on, on my on my algorithm uh- a commercial scrolling up on my algorithm right now. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back to business of being black with Tammy Mac. I am Tammy Mac. And we are talking about relationships today on the internet. That is the business of being black. If you are in a relationship, guess what? You got to buy a gift, right? Well, if you want to avoid boring and basic gifts this year, uncommon goods is your secret weapon. <laughs> uncommon goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scoring or rather scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Yes, they do. Uncommon Goods looks for high quality, unique products that you can't get anywhere. Uncommon Goods has something for everyone from art and jewelry to cozy comforts to home goods. Trust it's a one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. One item that I've fallen in love with is the Nepal-crafted color block shawl. Oh, 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 it is beautifully laced with jewel-toned textures that instantly brighten up my spirits while giving me that warm and snug feel I desperately need in the wintertime, y'all. It's lightweight, so that makes it easy for me to carry it everywhere, and trust, I be out here in these streets. And it's versatile, so I can wear it either as a scarf or a wrap, or I can use it as a throw at home. I love throws across my couch, especially in the winter. This gift is an absolute must have. And note, That with each purchase, Uncommon Goods gives back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash Tammy Mac. That's uncommongoods.com slash Tammy Mac for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods, where we're all out of the ordinary now let's get back to the business of being black with tammy mack on fox soul Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack, and the business of being black today is the internet. Is it destroying relationships? So MySpace um, was created in 2003, and the first uh, online dating site, match.com, was created in 1995. Do dating sites deserve some sort of blame uh, uh, for social media ruining relationships at all?
4: Uh, Keyshawn. I'll, say, I'll have to say no. I, I, I don't think so. I think it's the person. um, Just to still to go back to a soul set as a tool, you know, and how you use that tool is, you know, depends on the person that's using that tool. So I have to say no. I don't think that date insights has anything to, um, to do with it. The people and their intentions with the date insights. People have different intentions with using a date insight. Some people want to use it for sex. Some people want to use it for relationships. And there's some people who really want to match and meet someone on, you know, Match.com or any other dating site, and really want true love. And then there's people who, you know, don't, and they use other people's um, weaknesses that they need a relationship as bait, and you know, they cultivate into something that's not.
1: And yeah, and some people have, some people have successfully had yeah. matches on these dating online services and are married. So, uh, there is sometimes a happy ending to those, uh, I met my wife calls. on Facebook.
4: So I, 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 I slid right her, um, her DMs. Right? So that's, that's like right there. Who's no.
1: DM did you slide into Keisha? Uh,
4: my wife's not, not oh. DM. It was, not, it was messages, but my wife, that's how I met her on Facebook.
1: Oh, you met her on Facebook. As I said, you met her on MySpace. You met her on Facebook. <laughs> you met her on Facebook. Okay, so how did that encounter happen? Did you hit her? Did she
4: hit you? Interesting story. She was engaged when I was engaged at the same time. Um,
1: oh, so both of you ruined relationships over the internet. <laughs> the <laughs> very thing we're talking about,
4: Keyshawn. Not really. Um, I was in a relationship and it was like, just me, just, we the messages. And I was like, you know what? Hey, congratulations, congratulations. We were cool. She was dating a guy who lived right around the corner from me. I used to see them all the time. And then they broke up years after I broke up and then for some reason God just said you know what I need y'all together and then bang bang boom we got a six year old I and mean, we married there it is okay
3: now, the- that's not always a similar situation though Tammy it's not. because a lot of times people have fear of missing out on relationships that FOMO that they talk about mm-hmm. and a lot of times what you'll see is they're constantly upgrading it's like a buffet where you can't decide your meal and so it, it, it can be negative or positive it can be positive in that when you open up your pool of radius to mm-hmm. see how many people are out there and who would actually be attracted to you, it can be a boost. However, like he, uh, like uh, was saying, you, there are people out there who are just playing the, the thing. There is a website to, to uh, that I don't even know the website. But that shows the people who play games. Now that can be hurtful. You get a lot of people who thought they were in a relationship and they are ghosted. They are uh slow soul fades, they are just playing games and no like- phase.
1: Okay. So I wanna a common theme that can be found on social media is the hashtag relationship goals. I always find this so funny because we tag specific couples who are popular with this hashtag relationship goals does hashtag relate and and by the way several of our hashtag relationship goal uh celebrities have disbanded like a singing group from the 70s Uh, y'all so are we taking this hashtag relationship goals a little too far or does it breed positive relationships and better relationships t get in here I was going to say, I think sometimes we take it
0: a little bit too literal. Um, Relationship goals, I think we have some people, of course, we know what their relationship looks like on social media, but there's just no possible way we can know what it looks like outside of social media. So I think when people say hashtag relationship goals, they're talking about the highlight reels. They're talking about the flowers or the expensive Valentine's Day gifts or the Christmas gifts or date night every month or week. They're not talking about what they think goes on behind the scenes of the relationship. So I think hashtag relationship goals, I don't mind it, but just know it, it goes back to kind of, you, you have to have a certain mental
1: to play online. Um, it's not
0: for everybody. You got to know right. that so you're the, saying, oh,
1: he, you're saying that hashtag relationship goals means that these are some of the things that I like to see in my relationship. Uh, not that I want to be this couple.
0: Correct. Because it's just, I would just use like a Beyonce and Jay Z as an example. We, well, we know some of what goes on behind the scenes, but for the most part, we don't know what goes on in their relationship. But to someone, when they post, you know, their date night photos or something, that might look attractive to someone. So I would just say relationship goals is the face value of what we see because there's just no way to know what goes on behind the scenes. If you yeah. take it for more than that, then again, that's your mental health and mental on social media.
2: Wednesday, I believe, go. I believe it's still in a fairy tale. You know, I I think it's a positive example as opposed to seeing, uh, like Keyshawn said, naked women. But I think a lot of women are seeing this over time. And when they think about relationships, all they're thinking about now is taking the the trip to Hawaii. All they're thinking about is having a nice wedding. And what they're doing, they're falling in love with that part of it instead of the work of, of a relationship
1: yeah I think it was you so that talked about the work in a relationship Uh, uh, hold that I I think it was you so that talked about the work in the relationship and I I do believe um, we've all agreed that there's a high divorce rate today but do you think the internet will create an even higher divorce rate because people do get into these relationships that are non-foundational relationships based on what they see on social media and you end up with this guy who's beautiful he's handsome he's maybe has money he maybe works out every day but then uh when you move in with him uh he snores uh, he doesn't clean up <laughs> properly he, <laughs> he he maybe uh, doesn't tell you how beautiful you are and and there's a lot of this other stuff that can be worked out but are you gonna stick around long enough to work it out i'll, make, I'll, I'll give out. i'll give that to wednesday Uh, Yeah, no, they're not going to stick around
5: long enough. And I think the only thing that I would say that my parents were married for over 25 years. I believe in marriage myself, but for the younger generations and Gen Z, they are not as excited about the institution of marriage. And when we're talking about monogamy, we're talking about I'm with one person at a time, not necessarily like one person for a lifetime. So I don't know how it'll affect divorce rates in the future. I don't even think they're going to get married. They're going to be partners. For the yeah. younger generation. And, and I think that's
1: we okay. should hear, Yeah, it's something we should hear. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So? Yeah, I, I like what Wednesday said. Gen Z, when you talk about marriage, it's not even a theme. But I, I think for those that are in front of Gen Z, I think uh, so, uh, uh, social media is going to just keep exposing what's really going on. And you have a lot of people that are wanting marriage and are wanting healthy relationships. But what, what's happening is people are meeting on social media. And once they get to know each other, you, you realize that a lot of people don't know how to be in healthy relationships. There are a lot of healthy, you know, solid women that don't know how to be, a, you know, a support, a supporting role in a, in a relationship. There, there are men that don't know how to be a protector and a provider. They want love. They want marriage. They, they don't know how to, how, how to fill the roles. Good
4: so does the simple
1: act of uh, being on social media in public uh, make it harder to start in-person relationships, Keyshawn?
4: I would say, um, yeah, because a lot of people they just want the idea of a relationship. They just want to say that they have someone. And I believe in in this generation, um, people want things private and only online. But when when they um they they get together, they have nothing in common. They can't say nothing. There's a lot of people who can text be- better than they can have a formal conversation. They can't speak. You speak to them via DM. They have so much to say. They send in pitches. Everything feels good. But when you're in private now, when you guys are face-to-face, you have nothing to say. And that's why we go back to is social media room relationships. A lot of people, they pull out their phones for every single moment. I'm having a conversation with you. You pull out your phone to see who just hit you up with DM. You're having dinner. And that's one thing that I did in my family. There's no phones at the dinner table. Because every time you're eating, I'm eating food. And I'm just over here like eating my food while I'm watching it. And it becomes so addictive that it's messing with my mental health, you know, my overall health, and also my discipline and my focus for anything else that, you know, I'm connected to. So what people need to understand is that you have to kind of disconnect from that social media, that internet realm, and start tapping into real life and start tapping into real emotions and real people with that's, that's doing real things. Because yeah, it's interesting
1: question. you say that. My my hairstylist just told me yesterday. He said um, I took Instagram uh, off my phone because I'm doing a job right now and it's intense, and I don't want to lose my focus. I want to focus on the job at hand. And I thought, wow, to remove social media from your phone altogether so that you don't even have a temptation to de- delve into it uh, because you're fo- you know you're trying to be so focused on something. Real you know um uh, is that possible that anyone could make that happen in in your generation wednesday mm-hmm. can can make what happen just remove social media off of their phone to focus on something that's real
5: uh, I don't know about focusing on something that's real, but on doing some of the internal work, I know a lot of my friends who will be like, oh, I had to deactivate my account or I needed to delete my Instagram because you understand the power and the influence it has in your daily life. This is how I'm connecting with my friends, my family. I'm working online. Everything I do is centered around these apps. And I'm a lot of times like switching in between. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I go back to my Gmail. Then I hop back online to work with other people. And it's. It's it's hard to disconnect yourself unless you completely remove it from, from your device.
2: You know, I I know some people that once they get married, they completely remove it. But I think one thing that'll mitigate a lot of things we're talking about is transparency. Like, like if you're gonna get in a relationship, once it hits a certain level, you know, you're you're a woman or you're a man should be able to look at your phone and go through your social media. Like I I think if it's not at that point, then the relationship is already you know, damaged.
1: Well, now, hold on, soul. What nobody talking about going through nobody's phone? Hold <laughs> on. Where you taking this conversation? <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying soul? is... What I'm I saying didn't was, even ask that question,
2: soul. But, I, but what I'm saying so, is the transparency should be there. You're trying to get people in trouble <laughs> no, out here in these streets. The, the transparency oh. should be there. And I think if the transparency is not, is not there, I wouldn't even want that person in my life if that much transparency isn't there. I think right. Dayton has got to go.
3: Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Okay. I agree with him 100000 percent There, you know what? I feel like this. If, if 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 I if I don't have anything to hide, if it's just Jake from State Farm, I can hand you the phone. And so <laughs> my thing is this. I am Tammy. I am actually on this subject. I'm having a lot of the reverse effect. I am. Well, seeing- hold
1: that thought, so we can talk about when we come back. I, I have okay. to admit. I, ha- <laughs> I have to admit. I have taken that. I have taken the phone a uh, swiped it across his face so it could open up <laughs> while he was asleep. I'm like, oh, let's see if I can get this <laughs> open right here and open. <laughs> <laughs> let's head to a commercial and come right back with the business of being black with Tammy Mac on Fox. Soul. welcome back to business of being black with Tammy Mac. I am Tammy Mack, and the business of being black today are relationships. Are they being ruined by the internet and social media? As so many more questions I have to ask, but I got two really good ones here that I'm going to try and get to before we wrap the show. Cause this is our last segment guys uh, and gals. Uh, so I'm curious about this. You say that um, the elimination of traditional masculine and feminine roles have harmed relationships based on social media. How so? I'll
2: I'll tell you this. I can, you know, a lot of guys that I counsel, a lot of women that I counsel, that's one of the primary reasons that men are acting like women, women are acting like men. You can even get on social media and and see when a woman posts, you know, maybe a a thirst trap and you see all these guys, you know, coming up on it. That's not a masculine trap, a masculine trait and these are the men that that aren't getting chosen right even when Wait, what what being,
1: i'm sorry I missed that what isn't a
2: masculine trait for, for for men to be thirsting after women for men for men to be chasing women in that manner. oh, oh
1: you you'd have to be a woman to know that so it's absolutely a masculine trait
2: I disagree but,
1: but the, I'm a woman I, you to,
2: like you to, you don't to get ch- to disagree because to, I'm a woman to, to chase a, <laughs> to chase women that's not a masculine trait the men that, the men that is women. what men do now, I, I,
5: I love how it. social media has broken down a lot of these things. I think on social media, we're always trying to pull people apart. We're always trying to label people masculine, feminine. We're always trying to label high value man, high value woman. And I always tell my clients or my followers, be authentic to who you are. If you are a, um, alpha or a beta, it doesn't matter what you are. You want to attract and align with a person that is best for you, that you're going to be the most compatible with. And you can find anybody here on the internet. So I really don't like this separation yeah. of, of character traits by how masculine you are, how feminine you are. And it's a little bit offensive, especially as a woman who considers
2: herself to have a lot of those qualities. I agree. <laughs> but when you, when you think about the traits, when you talk about, when you think about women talking about high value men, the traits that they line out; these men aren't really even looking for women. It, it, it's the opposite of what women are saying.
3: So, I, what I, what, one of the things that we have to take in consideration when we talk about, you know, masculine or feminine and things like that, is be, there is a chemical uh, attachment to this—the testosterone and, an extra, and the estrogen levels of each one. And I always teach my couples to balance that because a man should uh, have. Uh, uh 20 to 30 percent more testosterone the woman should have 10 to 20 percent more estrogen but that's why i always tell men you want well, where the do we to get that woman? from love costs- Do we buy that at the store like where do you like this is important because the men want the women to show up with testosterone with uh the feminine side however this is what it's going to cost the men to get the feminine and the woman. The woman, when she's in the workplace, she is in a masculine role. You will feel that. That's testosterone being released in her in her uh, system. However, when she is supported, when she is uh, taken care of, when she feels like when she walks in the house, that person is a support system, where she, when she is at brunch, uh, massages, uh, therapy, all of those things, that brings out the feminine. So if you are not willing to create A support system and a covering for a woman, she will walk in the house and still be Adam. She will still be in her testosterone mode because she got to come in here and fix it for you. Keisha, talk about
1: that, Keisha. How how does that? uh, How does that translate into
4: the internet? I wanted to um to ask. Even so, does that mean? men can't look at pictures or you mean commenting because thirsty, like thirsty looking and liking or thirsty commenting. Well, I think a man can show his interest, but I don't think, I don't think a man should be in a mode of chasing
2: women. Like a lot of men and kind of what love said, perfect example. Like a lot of women go to go to work and they're in this masculine role. I believe when they first get in relationships or marriage, they can, they can adjust. They can go back and forth. But after five and 10 years, a woman's in that masculine energy, she can't cut it off. And that was changing the dynamic of her marriage. So, so now,
1: are now, you saying, so that, that, that women are now chasing
2: after men? Or are you saying yeah. men are chasing after women? And that's- I, I, think, I think more men are chasing after women. But if you look at it closely, the men that are chasing women are part of the 80% of men that aren't getting chosen. That shows you that it's going against nature. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> I, I, think, I think
4: that... um women I complain about. Well, let me hear. Go ahead, Keisha. The the go ahead. I think the men who are chasing women on social media are not chasing with their hearts. They're chasing with their eyes. Right. And then when you start chasing with your eyes, then that's that's not real. Right. It's not real. So it's more of, for example, right, I always say there's a few things you have to monitor to have a successful relationship, right? There's your eyes, your ears, and your tongue. So you have to see things, right? I wrote a post um to go back. I wrote a post year probably years ago. It says, and men, men came at me, right? I said, men, stop liking women half naked pictures on the internet. Right. One post. Men came at me. Oh, why you have to say that? I don't be like it. If it's not you, then then stop. Don't, then don't come at me. But so men, so much men was was um was upset, and so much women came out and were like, you know what, my man is always liking other women pictures. I'm seeing it. I'm monitoring it. I'm suspicious. I'm jealous, and they monitor all these things. But they will never have a conversation with their partner, right? So those men are still men, and that's what I think. I don't think it makes you less of a man because you're liking a, com- a comment it might might make you more of a man because we're sexual creatures right and what we see with our eyes we see it all the listen,
1: time listen uh, the the soul i listen i, I <laughs> the whole comment this. is the whole comment is is crazy to me because i've never chased a man and men have always chased me and i'm sure uh the women on this uh this panel can attest to that as well i I agree Uh, women
3: uh, are just women are now the the women that are out there are dating they are discouraged and i'm going to use the word pursue because they're not being pursued the men want to relax and let you do all the work as as the woman talk to the singles the millennials there is a group of men who will not pursue you they should sit back and wait now in that sense i have
1: to say love in that sense that may be harming the masculinity uh but t get come on talk to us t i was gonna say there
0: definitely is a disconnect just from our opinions right here on this show because what soul is saying that even that women chase men. Like you said, I've never chased men and we've not grown up to where you should be chasing men. Women are always supposed to be in their feminine um, energy so that we can attract men. So that's, that's one of the disconnects we have on social media, which can't attribute to how we even interact with each other on social media. I definitely don't think that women should be online chasing men. And I don't, I don't really think it's, um, not masculine for men to be online liking things but when you get into being thirsty I think there is a line for yes. that you can like pictures without being thirsty there's a, a
1: hard line to me hey, well if that's what if that's what soul means uh, but but Wednesday I'm curious to know what what are your thoughts when it comes yeah. to who goes who pursues who because I don't want to use the word chase it sounds a little negative but who pursues who
5: I just want us to be real, like, yes, we might've learned from our parents or learned from our elders, like, do not chase a man, let the man hunt you, we're going in a biblical sense, but be real, if there's somebody that I want on Instagram, they look good, they have money, they have whatever I perceive of value, there is so much competition, you have to do certain performative actions. I want to be able to attract this kind of person and that happens every day. And it it goes back to what I was talking about, We're doing modifications on our body, or we're out here and we're scamming. We're doing a lot of things to change ourselves and alter ourselves to be the kind of person that we want to, uh, you know, be attracted by. And that's just just the reality.
2: I'll just say this real quick: the majority of women that are online saying there are no good men have a DM full of men. But women want what they can't have, (laughs) so so that's why they're going after the small, select men—the men that are 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 so busy working that they don't have time to really be dating. That's what
4: women are attracted to. You, you can look at it for what it is. I was going to ask that question too. Like there's so much DMs that women get. I'm sure you ladies got a lot of DMs, right? Like, how do you to that to that to even say, like you want a relationship, but how do you filter that to say, you know what, he's the right man, he's not. Do you look at profile pictures? Do you entertain it to see where he's at? Do you ask the right questions? Do you vet?
5: Absolutely. To, to me, there's a vetting process, but like I tell other people, you have to, if you're looking for a, real and true and genuine relationship, pay attention to the things that that person posts. Like, you can be a gorgeous, attractive person, but at the end of the day, I'm probably gonna respond to the DM that asked me like, oh, Wednesday, you like this breed of dog, or I just see that you went to, on a trip to Germany, how was your trip? Things that are authentic that we would actually be having a conversation about, rather than just, I sent you a hard eyes, or I sent you the eyes, or, you know, people who are really up there, they send some crazy stuff, but things like that, things that are genuine. Yeah, T, do you feel that way?
0: I definitely agree there is a little bit of vetting. Um, I'm not going to keep responding to, hey, beautiful, or just heart eyes or fire emojis. There has to be some type of context and some type of, you, you've you been on my page, you follow me, you watch my story, so you have some type of interest. Otherwise, it's like we've mentioned earlier, it's just you're looking at looks, and then that there's no foundation for that. So I definitely agree there is some type of vetting process that needs to happen, and it does happen in my DMs
1: so has social media deteriorated our attention span and why is that harmful according to the queen's university journal social media has taken our attention span through quick and instant gratification affecting our brain's ability to focus on anything else we feel is less interesting so there are studies that say social media literally is affecting our brains how do we feel about that love we feel that we have
3: to uh, monitor it like anything else that'll affect our brain it's the dopamine that gives us the instant gratification that and it's the same dopamine that actually attracts you at your first early stages it's the, because when you first get in there's a three chemicals that come to you for those three to six months at the beginning and you become attracted uh, but then it stops and then, guess what? You see that person for real and for real. And so you see the good, the bad, and the ugly. You don't have that chemical. But then you have some dopamine that can be released every time you look at the pictures y'all talking about. Every time we uh, get a like, every time we get a follow, we get that same dopamine. Whether you're eating drugs or whatever, that's the feel-good drug. Yeah. It just it, it complicates things because
1: that, that dopamine has been the downfall that dopamine has been the downfall of humanity, right? <laughs> uh, let me tell you, let me tell
3: you, it's instant gratification and you don't and it's not something you have to work for. Relationships to keep them happy and strong and healthy, you gotta work through it. And and I don't care if it's porn. I don't care if it's uh dopamine from the internet, those easy fixes will draw you towards them because your brain wants what's easy. So
1: tell us about, uh, tell us about your recent projects, love, please. Well, what
3: I'm doing right now is what I've always been doing, which is, uh, in individual sessions, I am doing a uh, couple sessions. You can locate me uh, on my website, lovemcpherson.com. And right now I am uh, beginning what's called the love It's a group session, group session, uh, is group counseling where we will actually do sessions live during the group we'll teach some and you get to ask questions so you'll get the live right. session Thank
1: you Wednesday what can you tell us about the MW topics podcast MW topics
5: for for those of you that have known me online for years I've had these online blog topics and now it's coming to a podcast so I will be bringing you advice services products to help
2: millennials navigate the modern dating scene so talk about your film, The Beautiful
1: Faces of Evil.
2: Yes, I made The Beautiful Faces of Evil for men. Because, you know, we always talk about the Proverbs 30, 31 woman, but we never talk about the, about the Proverbs 5 woman, which is on the opposite end of the spectrum. So that's a must-watch for all, all men. I'm always putting sonic content out on my YouTube channel, Immortal Minds. That's Immortal Minds with a Z. And I also started a, a group of men called The Power Circle. It's a group of men uh, from all over the world, UK, Africa, of course, in the States. And we're trying to combat a lot of what we're talking about, how to be better husbands, how to be better fathers, how to just be better role models in society.
1: Thank you. Yeah. T, how did the Tea house design studio come about?
0: The Tea House Design Studio is my graphic design and content creation studio. Basically just came about for me wanting to create party decorations for my son's first birthday party. So I kind of taught myself design and then a lot of people started asking um, about the party designs I did. So I kind of transformed it over into business branding and business content creation. So every Wednesday I'm on TikTok Live teaching people Canva and cocktails, graphic design skills.
1: So I've been living it. Yay, Keyshawn! uh, Why did you write your book, "The Mouse, the Bird, the Dog, and the Lion"?
4: Oh, that's my baby. Um, that book is to help women identify a mouse, a bird, and a dog, and a lion. A mouse, a sneaky cheat. Um. You know, he's always doing things at night, you know, always, you know, covering up his tracks. And then you got the a bird. A bird is a man who cannot communicate with you that well at all. And every time you get into a disagreement, he's ready to leave and fly in another coop or slide another woman's DM. Um, and there's a dog. A dog might seem loyal, but he's not really loyal because as soon as you leave a gate open, he's going to go outside, sniff some other women, come back in. Or he might get jealous that you might be petting another dog. or And the lion real quick. We got 10 seconds. lion, that's the man that you want. Um, he's there. He's communicative. He's strong. He's protective. Are you a lion,
1: Keyshawn?
4: Hear me roar, Tammy. Are you a lion soul? Hear me roar with a little Don't bit of bird. Like, I'm, working on my, I'm working on my wings. <laughs> that's the business of being black with Tammy Matt.
2: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.
5: It's
4: here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.